When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Big thanks for hanging out. Monday edition, Hale Varsity, presented by Currency. We're streaming live the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, and Brady Oltmans is going to send us an invoice, which is quite fine. He is uh, back with us. He's in his recruiting slash writing, dare I say, cave. Is it Dan? Where do you go uh, find your voice? Is it, or is it just uh, the uh, the side room? Oh no, it's it's a little spot I got carved out to the bedroom here. But if I get if I really need space, I'll walk on over to Scooters down the block. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Notice he said Scooters not poor. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brady, can you believe uh, three consecutive shows? You're now talking with us, and it's that time of the year with your recruiting. But like, how tired of us? are you by now he's gonna lie and say he's happy well it was like 25 minutes on saturday another 12 plus six on we still got got 35 minutes here (laughs) oops he's gonna have (laughs) computer issues let's let's dive into to the the weekend that's been uh brady and you got dylan riola decommitting from ohio state you've got uh, jeff sims from georgia tech that's headed to lincoln and then you got a couple of big-time commits today. Machachek, the offensive lineman from South Dakota. He's still waiting on fields. We haven't heard or seen anything yet on, on fields. Elijah's got uh, that alert going. Uh, and then, uh, of course, you uh, rock and roll and get you, you Manolin uh, out of, uh, out of uh, Manor, Texas. I mean, Nebraska's just been on fire, Brady, and uh, reaction to some of these names. I know we talked Saturday morning about some of the commits Nebraska had already got. They, they weren't done yet. No, it's, I think it's a testament to this coaching staff's aggression um, when it comes to attacking recruiting. Them, every recruit I've talked to uh, about their approach and their visits have been just uh, high energy. They've, they've, really, uh, they've really felt the love, and they felt like they, they come into Nebraska, and it's, it's fast. They're moving. I mean, they're really going for it. I think that that's a testament to the coaching staff. It's an infectious personality. And they do it not only with, you know, kids on visits, but they, they f- attack the recruiting trail like that. I mean, they, and Matt Rule is known for not really caring if a kid is committed or not. He's going to put his best pitch out there. And if it trumps the other school that that kid's committed to, so be it. You know? Brady, do you think Nebraska's at a recruiting disadvantage because they, they don't have any Lamborghinis and Maseratis and Gucci bags to take photos wow. with? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know I tweeted something about that, and it's just really funny to me. I, it, it's, it's what makes college football really unique and special to me. I mean, it's it, you know some of those, those pictures looked hard. I mean, those, <laughs> you know, I, I thought they looked pretty cool, but it's, it's not a good look for the university itself. If your AD is having to say, well, we don't have the money yet to pay the coach, but then that's the, the look that comes out on the visits. But Hey, 
you know, use what you can. If they're not getting the mountains involved, why not throw Lambos out there? I'm, you know? I, you know what? If I'm going to Boulder on a recruiting trip and it's Manor, Texas, not Manor. Thank you so much, Karen, for that. Uh, appreciate the the correction. I mean that. I want a picture with Ralphie. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I got to get a picture. Well, well with get, Ralphie. get the Lamborghini and then get like a with big, Ralphie? you know, a big old picture of Ralphie <laughs> and put it right on the hood, Ricky Bobby style. You okay. know, yeah. I was gonna see what 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 Ralphie do to the, the Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's spend a minute here. What what do you foresee here with the Nebraska quarterback situation? Let's go to Sims. Um, this coaching staff is. I think they're playing a precautionary role but also not uh, a long-term project Casey Thompson hasn't announced his his um, intentions with next season but he's got one year of eligibility left basically I um, he did graduate so I, he might be eligible for another master's program right away if he were to transfer out but he does also have to undergo shoulder surgery mm-hmm. and the Nebraska uh, offense while under a one-year offensive system with Mark Whipple just looks stagnant without him. So I think that the coaching staff said, we want to get a guy that can play, you know, right away or can step in and close the gap between one and two, basically. And then that's what you get when you go to the portal and look at these guys. Um, Sims offers you a little bit more of a mobility. I think Casey has the ability to run, but is a little bit more reluctant runner. And Sims uh, is more willing to, to tuck and run and throw, but is also capable of sending, you know, some pretty good throws beyond 25, 30 yards. Well, when you look at the, the commitment of Sims and the, the continued recruitment of Hornsby, what do you think that means for Nebraska's current quarterback room? Not just for Casey Thompson, but the guys like Purdy and, and, and Smothers who, you know, they've been biding their time waiting. And now new coaching staff coming in, seems like they're bringing in new guys to either be backups or coming to compete for the starting role. What do you think it means for that quarterback room as a whole? Well, they lost some guys, you know, like Matt Masker um, lost out on his eligibility. Um, so just by attrition and graduation, that quarterback room shrinks a little bit. Um, I kind of I feel bad for Logan and Chuba, just the situation that they're put in. But also, if you look at the past six, seven years in Nebraska quarterbacks and what they recruited, there hasn't really been a set formula for them. I mean, it was kind of like get the best, you know, athlete out there and see what happens. Obviously, Adrian did the best that he could when he was a quarterback. And then we saw them get Casey in with a a completely different offensive system under Mark Whipple. But Casey didn't really his his abilities didn't fit the archetype that you would put in a Mark Whipple system. There just really didn't seem like a whole lot of rhyme or reason to the way that Nebraska had recruited the quarterback position based upon its system in recent years. I think that there's a more cohesive vision for that under Satterfield and with Mark and with Matt rule, but it does kind of leave Chuba and Logan kind of out in the dark wondering what they can do. But those are two good, you know, good athletes, could be good quarterbacks and maybe they'll find a way to make it work. Do you think that with the guys Nebraska is going after in the portal that Satterfield is trying to keep his offense similar to the way he ran it with Rattler last season? Or do you think it's going to be a, a completely different offense as it moves to the Big Ten? Just your feel based on what these quarterbacks look like, how they play. I think it's going to be similar, some shades of what he was able to do with Rattler in South Carolina. But I do think that the way that the way that they're attacking it and the way that Matt rule leans, I think they're focusing on more of a, they want that capability, but they're going to, they're going to focus more on the run or they're going to implement more straight running um, tactics than they did over at South Carolina simply by nature, because it's, it's a different beast here. 
Brady Altman's with us, alevarsity.com and magazine. Uh, we mentioned uh, the new get to Umanolin, uh, off the edge, high-level recruit uh, out of Manor, Texas. This goes to the heart, uh, Brady, of your feature story in the newest issue of Hale Varsity magazine, uh, also HaleVarsity.com. And I want to go there. We'll, we'll circle back uh, next segment with the, the rest of the recruiting outlook and, and get into Royola a bit. But I want to th- – this goes back to what you focused in on uh, with uh, your research in on Coach Rule. Kind of set up your feature for our listeners and, and how it, it kind of showed and paid off for a really good edge out of Texas this weekend. Well, you know, Matt Rule, he's a, a Northeast guy. You know, his family traveled around a lot, but most of his time was spent in New York and Pennsylvania. And when he got the Waco job and the job head coach at Baylor, uh, he didn't really have that many ties. And he went into a place where, you know, Texas high school football coaches, Friday Night Lights exist for a reason. And it wasn't just at Permian in Odessa. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, and what, like, was, what was what was Bud's, uh, is it Kilmer? Uh, Bud Kilmer from uh, Varsity Blues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a real thing. And when I talk to um, you know some coaches down there, and even the executive director of the Texas High School Coaches Association, he said we are who we are, and we're proud of who we are. Um, and obviously, when Art Bryles left, he left for you know some valid reasons. But when Baylor got rid of him, they also got rid of a longtime Texas high school football coach who led a proud Texas program. And when they brought in Matt Rule, this guy from Temple in Philly. They weren't too, you know, open arms and, and welcoming to him. But Matt Rule basically got his staff put together one day within the first 10 days of his um, his his tenure there mm-hmm. and then extended the olive branch and said, hey, come on in. Uh, they've had six or seven, you know, people from the Texas High School Coaches Association come into Waco for a six hour lunch. And basically, Matt Rule laid out his plan, his idea and said, I need Texas guys. Help me get Texas guys. And they offered him three names. He hired those three names, and they they were sold on the honesty that Matt Rule pitched them. And uh, to this day, those guys are fans of Matt Rule for it. He he legitimately flipped the state. People that have covered Rule on a national level marvel at what he did at Texas. Brady, you went to Joe Martin, head of the the, the Texas Coaches Association. They still swear by the guy. Yeah, he, he, and there are so many fun stories that Joe kind of talked about when I was on the phone with him. And I think one is his his honesty. Um, and he gives that to coaches. He gives that to recruits. Matt Rule is just going to be an honest, open, transparent guy. And he will make sure that he does everything he can to deliver upon what he says. Uh, but also, like, Joe, Joe's a four. He's a member of four different halls of fame for, you know, Texas just, high school football. Just four? Just four, you know. So he's an <laughs> accomplished guy. Um, he's been, he's been in college coaches rooms many a times, but he told me the one thing that will stand out about Matt rules, uh, office in Baylor is he walked in and the first thing he saw was a three by five picture of the rule family and not trophies or anything, you know, sitting up there. And he said that that, that spoke volumes in a, in a place in Texas high school football and Texas college football that means so much. This guy did not rest upon his accolades or laurels. He had his family there. And that that stood out uh, among everything else. And I think it speaks to who Matt Rule is, how he prioritizes people and partially why people like to be around him. Brady Oltmans is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Brady, before we get you out, 
some names to watch over the next couple of days in terms of the recruiting cycle. Everyone knows Malachi Coleman, Benny Nagoy, but just give, give us some of the names that you're looking at in the next couple of days you think might be likely. Um, well, those are the two that stand out immediately. Uh, we do have some late-breaking news, I guess, with Kyron Jones announcing he's decommitting from NC State. He took his official visit to Lincoln this last um, weekend. So he's a, a Charlotte Christian standout running back who is very fast. <laughs> um, no word on uh, his commitment as of right now. Um, I haven't seen anything, but just of like the last 30, 20 minutes, he announced that he was reopening his commitment. So that's that's a big one. Uh, more, more testaments of Matt Rules. Um, he's not going to stop recruiting guys until you know ink is splattered on the page and it's somebody else's school at the top of it. Brady, I'm going to have you hang on. I want... Two more minutes on the other side about uh, Dylan Raiola. Dylan Raiola. And I, I need to take on Cornelius as well. Nebraska in the top four decision, Lumen Wednesday. Yeah, that's Wednesday. Uh, Benny's decision is Wednesday. Nebraska's gaining. And, and also, they, they've lost some guys that were on their radar as well. So it's not all been Tony Gwynn today, five for five. <laughs> but they've been great. They've done a great job. Uh, do really uh, invite you to subscribe this holiday season and beyond with Hale Varsity Magazine, HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe. GBR is the code to save some money. Great feature by Brady and the latest issue on Matt Rule and creating that Texas tie. Uh, more with Brady Oltman's on the way with Hale Varsity, presented by Currency. Chime in, 402-466-ESPN, or email the show, chris at hailvarsity.com. Just try me, try me. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. Back with you, 25 minutes away, Mr. Black Shirt, Charlie McBride of Monday with Charlie. Brady Oltman's continues on. Got a text and a taunt from uh, one pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman. Apparently, he thinks I've got the the Michael Corleone hair today going. <laughs> Been laughing about that during break. It's slicked back. It looks like you use a lot of product in there today. Not, does it look like too much product, Brady? Too much product? No, it's a uh, it's good uh, Dapper Dan. You know, I will say it, it, the the angle in the lighting in the live stream changes how it looks. I, as I look through the window at Schmitty, like person to person, the hair looks a lot different. Than I can it does start on somebody's car. I mean. <laughs> Maybe, 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 yeah. maybe, but from like this downward angle, it does look different. So the, the camera not doing Schmidt any justice. I will let you know oh, that it's right glorious. Now. I mean, it's, it's a good hair day. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, we'll, uh, we'll move on. Uh, recruiting is the topic of Brady Oltman's HaleVarsity.com and magazine. We know that there are some targets and some decision days uh, coming up. <laughs> and he says, I'm watching reels. No, I'm not watching reels. I'm, uh, I'm reading them. What's your take here on Raiola? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there here. Uh, are you, okay, the door is wide open, it's half open, or duh, he's got his uncle coach in here. It's real open. Um, I think it's wide open in the sense that I, I take them, I take the family at their word that everything is on the table right mm-hmm. now. Um, and basically starting out from ground zero. I mean, you basically put a, a 365 day timer on it. He's going to be committed this time next year, you know, send the shark or send the starting gun out and then let everybody run to the finish. Um, but he is, he I mean, he's the top recruit of, of that recruiting class for a reason. 
I mean, he's going to be sought after by every single program that there is. Obviously, Nebraska having a family member and having that last name on every historic landmark in Memorial Stadium is probably going to make some sort of impact for him. But it's there's also going to be a lot of very talented and very um, well-built programs. They're going to invite him in every single day that he, you know, even – if he answers his phone the right way, he's going to see their names pop up as well and want to get a piece of his time. I think part of the what we're going to see is what does um, Matt Rule and his staff do with a full year under their belt, with a full um, coaching staff, and what they're able to do in terms of long-term vision and, and build. I think his um, his history rec- uh, recruiting the quarterback position is also very interesting. I know quarterback and linebacker are the two positions he gets the most um, – thorough with when recruiting um he's definitely going to be the kind of hands-on person or uh, he's not going to offer a quarterback lightly so i think that that's that's going to be a really fun one to watch and a fun aspect to it so we'll see um like i said there's there's a lot of schools involved but nebraska fans are excited and you know good for them they have a right to be excited because i don't think nebraska's you know on the outside looking in this time well it sounds like matt rules excited too whenever he posts that undertaker meme of the undertaker <laughs> sitting up and waking back up on twitter and like that's 100 percent him talking about dylan ryler right there's no other way to interpret that i mean his tweets have left some room for interpretation over the past week or so but that's one that i saw and I immediately went well i know exactly what he's talking about well, I, I think so. And I think that those little tweets are the like the emojis and the little the breadcrumbing that he's been doing and have everybody solving cubes is just I think it's a there are NCAA bylaws that say that he can't say a whole lot. But those are fun little things that he can do to tease up the fan base and keep energy high, because, again, he is a very high energy guy. The coaching staff is very high energy kids like that. Recruits love that. And that's his way of of trying to rally the fan base as well. Timeline uh, will we know when Malachi Coleman knows we're big East fans, Coach Gingery and his staff, and we've loved covering and watching Malachi perform. Any any interpretation here? Any read at all? Is it, yeah, he's back in with Nebraska, it's all good? Or do you think it's uh, it's really going to be a coin flip between him and Dion? Right now, I'd say coin flip, but I think, I think there's just there's a lot of energy, and there's well, there's a lot of energy between both Nebraska and Colorado, but I think for different reasons. Uh, I think that the way that they uh, handled themselves in those coaching transitions are inherently different. Maybe two sides of the same coin, but you you are either the the first to offer an official visit or you're the last. Those uh, if you're one of those two positions, you are in the best position to land a recruit, historically speaking. Nebraska has, you know, been on Malachi early and this coaching staff was there in his living room, but Tim Brewster was there in his living room too and got him to Colorado this last weekend. So it's, it's, it's going to be, I don't know. I, I, at this point I kind of lean towards Nebraska, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be one of those things where regardless of what his decision is, I won't be surprised by it if it's between those two schools. What's your read with uh, Cornelius out of Rhode Island? That's the guy that I look at with Nebraska's needs along the offensive line. Pro- kind of seems to me like he should be priority number one, but he's priority number one for a lot of programs across the country too. Nebraska did make the top four. Yeah, 
I'd, I'd feel a lot better about Nebraska's chances if he didn't go to Ohio State and Tennessee right after. You know what I mean? Um, he seemed, uh, I believe Tennessee made, a, made an impact on him. Um, Nebraska might finish ahead of Ohio State, but, I mean, when you got those two programs really slugging it out and, and offering this kid from, you know, Rhode Island, it's, it's an uphill battle for Nebraska to climb. Uh, but you hope that if you're a Nebraska fan, you hope that that initial recruiting visit that he did also enjoy uh, wins out with a little bit of uh, separation between the, his most recent visits and signing day. Brady Altman's with us, HailVarsity.com and Magazine at Brady Altman's. Follow Brady on Twitter for uh, all the recruiting updates and Husker football news. Him and Vogues and Aaron Sorensen, Jacob Padilla, uh, great crew with Hale Varsity for sure. So what is coming up here, uh, not only in the magazine, but uh, the next few days? I know we'll probably bump into each other at the press conference on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, well, the initial initially the big stress is going to be loading up on signing day stuff uh wednesday wednesday afternoon they're going to hold a press conference for early signing day matt rule is going to speak with us for the first time since his introduction which will be a fun um hey haven't seen in a while but um after that it's going to be mostly kind of staffing stuff recruiting maybe looking long game how they're setting themselves up for future success and then yeah the magazine and uh, my deep dive on kind of matt rule's history and what shaped him um, in terms of as a person and his philosophy on football will be up uh, pretty soon the other dion asking a question what's the uh, latest with ben scott the uh, offensive lineman uh, that's in the portal from asu about 30 seconds here uh, I think he enjoyed his his stay and his visit, um, he, but he's one of those that has kind of kept his feelings close to the vest on this one. Um, I think he's he's one of those guys that if Nebraska gets him, they could probably develop him and do a lot, but he's coming from ASU. He's got a lot of looks, especially on the West Coast, and if he wants to stay there, he could have a pretty good home there. So I, I tend to think the West Coast guys who have West Coast attention tend to stay there, but mm-hmm. Nebraska might be in a good position to land him. Brady, we'll check in soon, brother. Thanks for the OT today. No problem, guys. See you. There he is, Brady Altman's. He's like, God, don't don't bother me again till Wednesday. Yeah, we're gonna get one show off, and it's right back to Brady on Wednesday. It's all right. That's good we'll, stuff. We'll give him a twenty-four hour. That's recoup. Four out of five shows with Brady Altman. It's all good. As I was saying, he's got to be tired of us by now. <laughs> we're gonna send him uh, several pints. We'll wind down this first hour. Fifteen minutes away. Charlie McBride joins us on Hale Varsity.